Hi and welcome to the podcast Invest in You. Today we have got uh, on board myself, Fredrik Sandvall, we have got Ivan Sandvall and Charlie Sandvall together with uh, our guest for the day who is Sheila Holt. Sheila Holt has been in the property sector, she has also in the last number of years been growing her own finance brokerage firm. She has jumped through all the hurdles of becoming financially accredited with the FCA in the United Kingdom, which is like a big badge of honor, which shows the highest industry standard and also thinking about the customers. I am, of course, biased being one of the advisors and one of the co-owners of the business, but it's with a great joy that I today welcome Sheila Holt from Safari Landing. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Invest in You. Today we are going to interview a lady called Sheila. So let's start off by who are you, Sheila? Well, thanks for the question, Charlie. My name is Sheila Holt and I'm the founder and managing director of Sapphire Lending Limited. And that is a business which has two distinct sets of clients. We have lenders and we have borrowers. And our lenders have money, £100,000 plus, sitting in their bank account, and they're looking for alternative ways to earn a good rate of interest. And our borrowers are property developers. They're at the top of their game, and they wish to top up bank lending on a specific property project. What we do is we broker those deals. And the way we work as Sapphire Lending is we have a very simple, easy clear and transparent business model. And that's all about everyone being able to understand exactly what's been said, uh, because that's one of my personal values as well. And so our two sets of clients, we understand exactly what their problems are. So the lenders who have the £100,000 plus sitting in their bank account Bank interest rates have been low, historically low, for many, many years. So lenders are looking for different ways to maximise their money and to get a great interest rate. And the borrowers, on the other hand, have got four different problems which they face when they have bank lending. And that is slow decision making. Banks are not good and and consistent across the banks and all the decisions are made on algorithms rather than personal relationships and past history. Um, There's very much high deposits are uh, looked for and there's an inconsistency across the banks and their decision making. So borrowers face four different problems and we have, by surveying our lenders and borrowers, we've created a very simple, clear, transparent business model which is based on a five-step connection method which we've designed ourselves and that five-step connection method is designed to make sure that lenders and borrowers have got the right deal at the right time for the right amount of money and the five steps the first one is called doorway and it's very much like when someone knocks at your door the door of your house and you don't know who they are you have to decide whether you're going to let them in or get to know them first on the doorstep before you invite them in. And so that's what the first step is. The doorway is about uh, getting to know the possible lender. We in Sapphire Lending consider to be our values. Do they match the way we want to work? And then if they do, we encourage them 
we come to step two, which is a financial review. So the lenders, we look at where their money's come from uh, because they have to prove where money has come from. And the borrowers, we have a look at how much um, they wish to borrow and what their outgoings are and what their rental returns are across their portfolio. And can they afford to be borrowing the money through Sapphire Lending? And if the answer is yes, they're invited to step three, which is application. And so the application step starts with the borrower and the borrower writes a, a lovely document, basically, with pictures and all the finances about what the project is, what the bank borrowing is, how much they want to borrow through Sapphire Lending to top up the bank lending. And then that application goes to the lender and the lender decides, based on all the figures, if they want to lend their funds. And once everyone's agreed, we go to step four, which is actually called agreement. And that's where all the nitty gritty happens. So the lenders and borrowers through myself and through the team are talking about when the loan period will be, how long it will be, when the money is sent from lender to borrower, when the uh, monthly interest rate is paid to the lender and paid directly by the borrower to the lender. And once all of and all the legal documents have been signed and the loan agreements. And once that's happened, stage four, we get to the last step, step five, which is called drawdown. And that's where the lenders send the money to the borrower and the loan period starts. And then the borrower starts to send, usually on a monthly basis, the interest for the lender. So that's the five-step connection method, which leads to trusted lending relationships. And so that's the basis of our model. We also, uh, when we're in step one, the doorway, we also like to look at people's values. And so our values are in our business are about integrity and fairness, doing the right thing, creating lifetime relationships. And we also have a code of behavior, the way we work inside the business as well. And that's very much um, based on our team behaviors, making sure we're open and honest, having some fun and celebrating successes, making sure the right things are done in a great, timely manner. It's about respecting and valuing every team member, and it's about open, honest, two-way communication. And so once we do that matching with our clients, then we have a lot of repeat business. So that's the way Sapphire Lending work. Perfect. Right. Right, so Charlotte, now now you you've understood the whole business how Sapphire Lending works. Now you can just co- copy it and, and, and replicate it. Jokes aside, um, you you know that I often talk about like being the piece in the puzzle. Yeah. Can you see how on one side you got the people who got money, but they're too busy, and then on the other side you got people who are, for example, really on top of their game who do developments, and they might be short of funds. And that's exactly where Sapphire fits in, in the middle to connect those two dots of people like might never have met otherwise. Yeah, sounds really clever. Uh, yeah, it opens <coughs> lots of opportunities for different people. So yeah. I have another question here. How have you linked business growth and the test and the statement, Invest in You, our podcast name, Investing in Yourself? So how have I invested in myself in order to grow my business? Well, great question. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm always investing in myself. So one of the many things I did several years ago is bring in two business partners. One of them is Frederick Sandval and the other one is Mark Traherne. And both Frederick and Mark think 
in very different ways, not only from me, but from each other. So we have three different ways of thinking. And when we join together as a trio, as a threesome, then we come at whatever we're talking about, the topic, from three different thoughts and three different sets of experience three different vantage points. So that's one way that I invest in myself. I also invest in myself by learning. So I've become a lifelong learner. And one of the things I've been doing this year is I've actually been on three business courses, uh, one of which is still running, and it happens to be Frederick Sandval's course about how to bring in more money and how to evolve and grow your business. Another course is with Roger Hamilton, uh, out in Bali and I know both of you guys in fact all three of you have been to Bali on Accelerator I love Accelerator so I was there in April and the third course is with someone called Daniel Hill and Dan has been taking us through and round a one-year program in terms of how to think about your business seasonally So think about the seasons we've just come into autumn and what are the things that happen in a business in autumn Lots to slow down because it's been running, 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 running in the summer. So it begins to slow down, just like uh, the trees and the plants and things. And then it's about lifting up the bonnet of the car, uh, i.e., the bonnet of your business, of having a look underneath and seeing what needs tweaking, what needs changing, what needs replacing completely. And then Dan's taught us that in the winter months, January, February, March, that's when you do all the fixing of everything that's broken, all the replacement of everything that's broken in your business. And so already we have a long list called the winter hit list for January, February, March, but we keep adding things and adding things and adding things. Then in January, February, March, we start to and complete the fixing of those problems. And then spring is April, May and June. And that's when with a car you start making sure that it's working properly because you've done all the fixing. So in spring, you're trying and testing new stuff, testing the new systems you put in place, the systems which you've repaired, and you're getting ready for summer, which is flat, flat down on the pedal. Your car is running, your business is running at a 1,000 miles an hour. You make a mess, you do all sorts of things, you bring in the business, you create the products, you get your brand out there, you do all sorts of things, which is where we've just just been finishing at the end of summer at the time of this recording. And so it's nice to think, oh, we can start to slow down and look at the, the problems and begin to fix them in January. So I've been on, that's the third program I've been on. So I'm investing in myself all the time by learning. And next year, I've already decided that I'm going to do a master's degree, an MSc, at Birmingham University, and that's in entrepreneurship. And I've already earned 50% of the points, the modules that I need to earn through doing the Key Person of Influence program in 2016. So every year I'm doing programs, I'm doing courses that challenges my mind. It also adds a great deal to my business. So I love to learn. And I also know that if we're not learning and moving forwards, then guess what? we're falling backwards and we're falling behind. Something I've noticed on this podcast is that almost everyone likes, well, everyone likes to learn new things. I think that that's very important, that we don't stagnate, because if we stagnate, we die. 
Yeah, absolutely. I also think that people that are really on, on top of their game are, are exactly that, just because they keep learning. So early today, we did an interview with with a, a guy from a family office in India. Uh, same thing there. He says he's doing a lot of reading, uh, and also have spotted another trend as well, which is like really good daily routines. Quite often, early risers as well. So, Sheila, what do you have any any routines in your day? I have routines in my day and my week and my month. So the routines in my day include getting up early and doing the jobs that I naturally am less interested in, doing them first. So 6.30 or 7 in the morning for a couple of hours, having Skype calls, and then by 9 o'clock or 9.30, it's like, woo, that job's out of the way. And actually by doing that, I've learned that I enjoy those jobs. So the jobs I used to think, oh, they're not. So good for me, I actually enjoy them. Uh, Another routine for me, because I need lots of variety in my day. And so I do all sorts of different things. And it's important for me that I do different things to keep my energy up. And some of the things that I do include, from time to time, putting on loud music and having a good dance and a good sing around the house, because that's about my energy. I I like to sing and I just like to move around. Another routine for me is very much uh, every five or six weeks this year, I've made sure that I've gone to the sea. And before I started doing that, so that was just this year, before I started doing that, it was something like 18 months between going to the sea and then my next visit to the sea. So I'd been on holiday, I'd been visiting places, but so far away from the sea. And I love the sea. There's something about the Something about the energy of the sea that is ever moving, ever changing. One minute it's calm, next minute it can be rough. Uh, I have a great respect for the sea. So I'm scared of the sea and I respect the sea and the sea will always win. And I like to be by the sea rather than in it or on it. And when I was out in Rio de Janeiro and I was sitting on the beach and I was looking at the sea, that was when I realised that the last time I had been by the side of the sea was something like 18 months before. And so when I was on the business program, uh, Dan Hill's business program, right in December a year ago, he said, think about what habits, think about what routines you want to have in your business and also in your life as an entrepreneur. So for me as an entrepreneur, going to the sea every five or six weeks has really, really worked this year. So I've been all over the place. And when I wrote that down as a rhythm for me, I just thought I was going to go to the sea in Britain. But I've been to Africa. I've been to Indonesia. I've been to Malta. I'm on my way to Dubrovnik very soon. Um, I'm hoping to go out to Colombia, the Pacific and the Caribbean Sea. I've been all over the place as well as in England. So those are some of the routines for me as an entrepreneur. And then we also have routines in our business. Would you like to know one or two of those routines and rhythms? Sure. Yeah. So we have a rhythm where every single month I have a a meeting, a board meeting with my two business partners, Frederick and Mark, and we make minutes and I have a list of actions from those meetings. Every single month, my bookkeeper, the bookkeeper in Sapphire, he produces a monthly report twice a year. In December and June, uh, Mark and Frederick and I, so the the strategic business partners, we have a good half day, a very long 
fun-filled and very focused half day looking at the strategy of the business, where it's going, how it's doing it, uh, what we need to put in place in order to keep growing. I now have a rhythm with my team members, so my personal assistant and my special projects manager. Uh, so every Monday I talk to them and give them focus for the week and then every Friday they sign off in terms of this is what we've done and this is what we need from you and in the middle of the week they check in with me if they need to and ask me for certain things so there's always a rhythm with my team got lots of other rhythms in the business but those are just some of them ah one very important one I nearly forgot celebrating (laughs) celebrating So we like to go out and have great dinners, um, Frederick and Mark and I. So at Christmas, we go out to a Michelin-starred restaurant, which the business takes us to, to celebrate our year, to celebrate our successes, and just to to be in great great company and great surroundings and great food. And then um, I also like to celebrate in lots of different ways. And certainly the baseline for celebration for me is having a glass of champagne. So at the moment... We're just putting into uh, place now with my team, Carol and Vicky, when we have a glass of champagne, a bottle of champagne, dinner with champagne, uh, in terms of all of the things we're just starting to do for charity. So they don't know it yet, but I'm just working on right now the, the mini and the medium and the maxi celebrations. Good. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, one thing you said that you were working with uh, this guy called Mark and our dad Frederick. How did you get? What? How did you like start working with Frederick? Oh, how did I find him? Oh, well, it's funny you should ask that question. It's great because it goes back to downhill, and Frederick knows downhill, and I know downhill, and this was quite a while ago, several years ago, and both Frederick and I one day program that. Running, and we happened to be sitting next to each other, Frederick and I, and we kind of chatted and, and were listening to what Dan was saying. And then at the end, Dan said to both of us, You two ought to work together. And so Frederick and I looked at each other and walked to the tram in Nottingham, just exploring who each of us were. And at that time, I knew that I was looking for a business partner that had particular traits in terms of the way they think. Um, and so the way Frederick, your dad, thinks is very much about right time, right place. It's very much about repeat business. It's it's helping people. It's keeping them happy. And even I'm all about doing the sales. I'm all about doing the branding. And then Mark thinks in a very different way from both Frederick and I. And Mark thinks as a specialist. So he's about processes, systems, finance. And so the way I found Mark because I used to have someone in the business called Anthony, who was in the business for two years. Again, the specialist, systems, processes, and finance. And then he, Anthony had to step back uh, because of his own huge engineering business. And so the way I found Mark was at one of the Roger Hamilton events in London. And Roger puts everyone used to be on a Sunday morning, everybody into their wealth dynamic profile group. And so I knew that I needed a Lord, and that's what Mark is, and that's what Anthony was. And so I went and joined the Lord group, and I am so far, I'm polar opposite from the Lords. I'm directly opposite, (laughs) so far away. Just spying. I was spying, yes. So I joined the Lord group, and I decided to see who would talk to me. And Mark chatted away. 
And when he said, and I knew the, the characteristics I wanted, and when Mark said, I've got a thousand people in my phone and I'll phone them up and talk to them, I was just thinking, tick. And then he was chatting away um, and giving me details and information, tick. And so that's how I, I got Mark. And we took two months to get to know each other and to work out whether we could both work with each other. And then I invited him in to join Sapphire. So that's how I find my two people, by networking and spying and going out there and telling people the type of person I was looking for, the type of characteristics and the type of role they would play in Sapphire. Nice. One of the projects linked to branding and sharing knowledge. How is the book progressing? Whoa, well, thank you for asking. At the time of this interview right now, the book is a smidgen away from going to the uh, the publishers. They do the editing, printing, the, the cover design. It's a smidgen away. And in fact, uh, my co-author is Frederick, your dad, as you know. And this very morning at 6.30, this very morning, we were talking about the few jobs that we've got left to do in the book. And in fact, I've updated our list of, of jobs. There was about four jobs to do. We're, we're ready. We're, we're just so ready. There's just those <laughs> four jobs to do. And I'm going to keep pushing my co-author, Frederick. Um, and it's almost there. And then it will take three months at the editors, the publishers, for them to work their magic. magic. And so if we get it at the end of October to the publishers, I reckon, because we've got Christmas in between as well, I reckon by early February, mid-February 2019, that's when I reckon the book, I'll be able to hold it up and go, here you go, guys, here's the book. We'll be able to have a real book to get hold of. Yay! Mm. So by, by that's in, in, in time for my birthday, right? Mark, yes, exactly. Yeah, that'll be good. Is title of a book secret? Um, thank you for asking. I was just going to say, in fact, guys, I haven't mentioned the title of the book. So, no, it's not secret. Uh, so, Trust is the New Currency. That's the name of our book. Trust is the New Currency by Sheila Holt and Frederick Samval. Dad's been working a lot on that one. Probably not only Dad, Sheila. Yeah, I know, but Dad's really into it as well. It's going to be really fun to see how it is. So, Frederick told us that Sapphire Lending is nominated for an industry award tell us more yeah well not not just nominated uh what happened was from one of my programs called kpi that i was on which of course your dad is on at the moment daniel Priestley talks about building your profile and so one of my team did um some research and came up with a 17 page list of awards that we might be able to enter and during the summer uh, we decided on two awards that we were going to enter for the first time ever. And the first award that we entered, we were told that we had to write 5,000 words. That's 15 pages of A4 time. So that's a lot. And so what happened was the person that might have written it, Vicky, in my team, she was off on her school holidays because she works in the same time. And she was off on school holidays. So that was left to me to write it. So I talked to Frederick and Mark and said, these are the criteria. Um, what should we highlight? What should we talk about in the award entry? We being, what should I write about? Um, anyway, I sat down on a Saturday, posted notes out, and I started planning the award entry that I was going to write, just like Frederick and I planned the book. 
so the the topics and what's order and also i'd studied um what the awards people had sent in terms of criteria um that the judges will be looking for etc and they'd also kindly sent a couple of winning awards uh, award entries and so i looked at those and decided how i wanted the award entry to look and i wanted it to be branded to look like sapphire and if i can just show you sapphire those are the sapphire colors and so i knew that i wanted the whole award entry to look like sapphire so i started on the saturday writing the award and i was stressed it was hard work and i wrote it in the only way i could which was with my voice writing in the way that i write rather than a very straightforward business approach and i finished the following saturday 2:30 in the afternoon and then it went to my pa and she did all the branding and put um, all sorts of icons and things in and we submitted it and that was it we were told when the closing date was and the closing date came and went and that was it and hey that's okay 5000 words 15 pages couple of appendices three or four pages of appendices um written it once and we knew that we could repurpose all that award entry all that information with with the layout and the icons into products and then suddenly i discovered in my email box which is often overflowing i discovered an email just the night before i went to roger hamilton and it said congratulations your finalist in the credit excellence awards 2018 your finalist you're one of only three finalists in the alternative lender category Credit Excellence Awards 2018, the alternative lender category. So no, no, no question, right, Charlie? So we we will know next Thursday, right? Next Thursday, we'll go to a, a dinner and we'll know if we'll be number one, right? Or two, yes. Thursday, three. Third yes. Place. First. And and so our first award entry, we've got through to the finals. And there's only three finalists in each category. So I'm blown away. I'm like so humble and, and happy and blown away. And you know what, guys? You can always, always use the logo saying that we're finalists. We can always use it. Finalists in 2018. That's and great. That's the, that's the lovely thing. It's great, isn't it, Charlie? It's the lovely thing. So that can never be taken away from us. So if we win, that'll be amazing. Hey, we've already won because we're finalists. Yay! Good. Yeah. Quick question: What has been your coolest office so far? What has been my coolest office? Yeah. Now that computers exist, you can work pretty much anywhere in the world. What has been the coolest place where you've been working? Bali, Bali in Indonesia at iLab on the beach, the beach cafe down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that's my coolest office as well. Uh, yes, and actually also Gambia, uh which is Africa, west coast of Africa, where your dad and I were editing the book um <laughs> earlier on this year and a monkey ran across my balcony and it was looking to steal things so it interrupted the editing. That was pretty cool as well. <laughs> yeah. He's spying on you. Lovely. He was spying on me. Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I had something to say, but I forgot it. So let's just go on to the next question. Going back to when you started your business, what would you do differently, knowing what you know now? Oh, I, I would just do things a lot faster, just a lot, lot faster, because it takes a while. 
it's a bit like having a snowball. You just get a piece of snow in your hand. And then, of course, you're building a snowball. So you're rolling it around or building it. And it takes time to start moving. Uh, so it's taken time to start moving. We've been our best, our own best kept secret. I would do everything I've done, but I'd do it in a quarter of the time. I would probably think about what is the most trending <laughs> topics like Bitcoin. And when I'm a baby, I'm crying to dad, please buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know that um, some of our relatives did that when the, a couple of years ago they bought for peanuts uh, Bitcoin? You know, Ar- Arvid and, and uh, Martin and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they have a bit of Bitcoin. They, they are now between 14 and 18, and they invested in into coins a few years ago. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, to wrap things up, and the last uh, thoughts from Sweden. I'm tired, and I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Sapphire Lending is awesome. Sheila Holt is awesome. Happy and clever. I'm positive. And uh, I'm not tired at all, but I should be. <laughs> all right. Any, any, Thank you. Any fi- final words from uh, the Midlands? Thank you for being here, Sheila. And uh, thank you for organizing this, Dad and Sheila. And thank you to the listeners who have been listening to this podcast all the way through, Hope. Yeah. So we, we have got a chance to ask, Sheila, what is the easiest way for people to find you, connect with you, reach out to you? What's the best ways to reach you? Uh, We have recently set up a LinkedIn, uh, Sapphire Lending LinkedIn page. Uh, We also have a Twitter account and I also have a Facebook page and we're posting on Instagram. So at the moment, I am unable to give any of those links right now. Uh, So the easy way to get in touch with us is to send an email to my PA. She's called Carol. Her email address is PA at sapphirelending.com. PA at sapphirelending.com. Can I just say one last thing? Absolutely. Um, that, that we are one of our global goals. Uh, so there are 17 United Nations global goals. And as a business, we subscribe to global goal number 15, life on land. And our big why, and we worked it out in Bali, I worked it out in Bali, our big why for the business is to stop the neglect, cruelty and extinction of animals on the planet. And under Life on Land, we also give through B1G1 and Paul Dunn. Under Life on Land, I've selected three charities, one of which is in Warwickshire, which is where I'm based. And it's to save hedgehogs who are on the endangered list now in nine years time they are going to be extinct unless we do something and next week we are launching our campaign to raise seven thousand pounds as a minimum for warwickshire hedgehog rescue charity but where they take in hedgehogs um, who are suffering who are underweight who have been injured etc etc and i'd really like some help please to from you guys and from anyone that's listening and we're going to set up a giving page so you can get information and we're looking to uh, for everyone to be able to match what Sapphire Lending are giving which is 100 pounds 
And if we have 70 of you matching that, that will be £7,000. That will keep the charity, or it's your hedgehog charity, running for one year. And all the money goes on medicines, bedding, shringes, food and hutches. Medicine, bedding, shringes, food and hutches. And if I just quickly say, the most expensive medicine is £100 a vial. And it's for hedgehogs that have got a chest infection. Now, I don't know how many doses that is, but vials are really small. And it's £100. So, please, anyone listening, please, please, please get in touch with PA, Carol, at sapphirelending.com. And she will be able to give you the link for the giving page. We really want to raise, before Christmas, £7,000. Imagine a little hedgehog rescue charity in Warwickshire going, oh, we've got a year's worth of funding. And they can do great things. And we need to make sure that hedgehogs remain in Britain. Otherwise, nine years' time, they're gone. They're extinct. We can't have that. We have to stop that. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we spoke about this uh, when we were working on the book early this morning. And uh, to have a reason which is far greater than just to make a profit for the business, uh, to have something which is pulling things together is far more inspirational. Would you agree, Yvonne? Yeah, I agree. Perfect. So what's what's yours, unless Sheila doesn't know? What what are we working towards? You mean uh, which goal? Yeah, if you remember. Quality education. Yeah. And what are you doing, um, which is linked to quality education? Well, right now we're doing a podcast and interviewing yes. smart people and uh, extracting information. I sound kind of evil when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> you do sound evil, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so let, let's conclude before your battery is dead over in Sweden. Uh, this is Fredrik Sandal from London. Uh, who have we had in, in from Sweden? Ivan Sandval, that's my name, and my brother Charlie Sandval. Exactly. And Sheila Holt from Warwickshire in England. Perfect. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the podcast Invest in You, episode number 28. And uh, wherever you are in the world, we really appreciate uh, when you give us feedback, questions, as many of you guys have been doing. And uh, until next time, have uh, an awesome life. Uh, Enjoy what you're doing. And uh, yes, relax a bit as well. A bit. And do some doing. Bye.